Thank you for listening to the Ablaze Church Sermon Podcast. Our purpose at Ablaze is to love God, love others, follow Jesus, and tell others. If you are looking for a church home in the Tulsa area, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. or Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at ablazechurch.org. Today, whether you know it or not, is called, that is, among Christians who celebrate the Christian calendar, the second to the last Sunday of the church year. And traditionally, the Christian church has talked about the second coming of Christ, the end of days, and believe it or not, kind of the end of the world. At the end of November, we start the Advent season, where in the church calendar, we talk about the first coming of Christ, Christmas. Well, in these last two weeks of the church here, we talk about the second coming of Christ, because it's something Jesus spoke about and made it very clear to his people. When he was asked, what is it going to be like? He says, well, it's going to be a tough time at the end of the world. In fact, it's called the Great Tribulation. And I just want you to know, as I read it from the Bible, I don't want to be alive during this time, but We also have the good news. We have nothing to worry about as Christians who trust in God because he gives us protection. Now, join with me one more time. Come along with me as I read this once again. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. That's pretty gloomy. He who put the sun, moon, and stars in the sky will bring an end to them when he returns, or they will be shaken by his return. It's called the Great Tribulation. Are you ready for it? (laughs) That's a pretty good question, isn't it? I want you to know that Hollywood has cashed in on this idea big time. Superstars have been made in Hollywood based upon the view that the world will come to the end. There'll be great tribulation. I want to remind you of a few things. Raise your hand, okay, if you've ever seen the movie Deep Impact by Morgan Freeman. How about The Day After Tomorrow, Dennis Quaid? 2012, that was the Mayans' prediction of the end of the world. John Cusack, Armageddon, Bruce Willis, Billy Thornton, World War, Brad Pitt, I Am Legend, Will Smith, and also Independence Day. War of the Worlds, remember that years ago? And then the movie, Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise, Interstellar, Matthew McConaughey, the book of Eli, Denzel Washington, The Happening, Mark Wahlberg, Mad Max, Mel Gibson, Postman, Kevin Costner. Wow! Hollywood has made a lot of money 
on what Jesus is talking about in this gospel reading about the great tribulation, the end of the world. But Hollywood has also given to people a false sense of safety, a false sense that we're gonna be okay at the end of time when the world comes to an end. Because in every one of these movies, there's a superstar that's a man, okay, who saves the day. And even though we're facing impossibilities, somebody saves the day and mankind survives. Like uh, Will Smith, okay, Independence Day. He takes that alien spaceship, goes up and saves the day, comes home and walks across the sunlight or, you know, in the shadow of the sun, smoking a cigar. And people think, oh, yeah, we'll make it. The worst can happen and we'll be okay. No, you won't be. It is Jesus who said there's going to be a lot of mourning. There's going to be a lot of people very unhappy, and they're not going to make it. But the good news for each and every one of you here, including me, is that Jesus shares that good news. Listen to what he says about it. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. Whew, God. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Now that'll happen, and they will see the Son of Man. Yes, and we're told every knee will bow coming on the clouds of heaven and power and great glory, and he will send out his angels. This is the good news, good, good news, folks, for every one of you here, including me. Angels will come, a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect. Who are the elect? Those that trust in him, who believe in him. Know that it's not based upon a man, but on Jesus Christ, our Savior. Okay, those are the elect trusting in Jesus from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Meaning, when the tribulation happens, if you're not in heaven by the end of the world, okay, because the world really ends when you die and God takes you to heaven, if you're still around and I'm around, nothing to worry about because Jesus is going to gather us together and he's going to take us to heaven those who are the elect. We can literally say, if let's say we're alive, okay? Second coming of Christ. We can literally say this. Armageddon out of here. <laughs> I'm not worried about it because Armageddon out of here. Okay, that was from a movie, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> At the end of the movie, God holds up a sign, Armageddon out of here. Now you know why Jesus said this about the end of your life about his coming for you and for me. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me and my father's house. There are many rooms and I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be where I am. You see, alive and well on earth, the end of the world may come the day you die or the second coming of Christ. You don't have to worry about it because Jesus promises to take us to be with him forever. But what about between now and the second coming of Christ? How are we protected here 
on earth. Let me tell you about another big moneymaker. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called the apocalypse jacket or the Armageddon jacket or the end of times jacket. Google it. It's for real, but I mean, it's real on Amazon, but it's fake. <laughs> it's false sense of security. Even this is what it reads. Zombies will hate it. <laughs> because movies today are about the walking dead, zombies at the end of the world. Literally, it has ballistic capabilities. What that means, I don't know. It's to protect you against heat and chemicals and zombies. And for a mere large price, you can own one of these jackets. I'm not encouraging you to own one. That's just a lie from the devil. But it makes you realize that people think about these things. And maybe you do. What will it be like? How am I protected? Well, I want to tell you about an apocalypse jacket that is for real. Okay? It's called the robe of righteousness. Listen to what Paul says. Those of you who have been baptized into Christ, Galatians 3.27, have been clothed with Christ. That means God has given us a jacket. Jesus, when he was on earth, is always trying to move people from the physical to the spiritual. Physical water, spiritual water, never thirsty again. Bread of life, bread from heaven. We have clothes that we wear on earth for protection. Some of you wore jackets. And there are spiritual clothes that protect us. Listen to the words of Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah 61, verse 10. I have been clothed with a garment of salvation. Jesus says there's a physical birth and there's a spiritual birth. I'm here to tell you, you have physical clothes and there's spiritual clothes that God has given you. It's called the robe of righteousness. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul says, put off your clothes and put on the clothes that God has given you. He speaks about that robe of rights. Put off the old self, put on the new self. And what comes with that? Protection. From what? Sin, death, and the power of the devil. From sin, because you're forgiven. From the devil, because it's a brush plate of righteousness. It is the armor of God spiritually that he has given you from death itself. Because listen to the words of Jesus. If you hear my words... John 5, 24, and believe in the one who has sent me. You have eternal life. You will not face judgment. You have crossed over from death to life. What is that protection? It's a spiritual robe of righteousness. I'm going to call it an Armageddon <laughs> jacket. Armageddon out of here jacket. Now, if I could take that jacket off, have you ever seen, maybe in a traditional setting, a pastor wears a white robe? It represents his robe of righteousness. Have you ever seen the baptism of a child and they have a baptismal garment? What does that represent? What God is doing? He clothes 
an individual with his protection, his grace. If I could take my jacket, my robe of righteousness off and read to you the manufacturer tag, it would, it would read, made by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If I could read you the size on it, it would, one size fits all. If I could look at that uh, fabric tag, it would read 100% made by the blood and righteousness of Jesus Christ. It's not something I do. And I want to read to you, just listen to these words. Now, it is Daniel, moved by, by God, who looks to the future, the second coming of Christ, and listen to what he says about those people who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. <clears throat> and they will shine like the brightness of the sky. And they will shine like the stars. Wow, he's talking about you and me. Isn't that amazing? You know, it was what, a week ago? November 1st, we celebrated All Saints Day. Who are the saints among us? Those who trust in Jesus. Those who know that they can't get to heaven on their own. They only can rely on Jesus Christ. Those saints are ones that shine among us, still alive. And then we all know those who've gone before us, who shined in our life brightly for Jesus. It's my mom and my dad for me. Who is it for you? They shine. Those are the saints who've gone before us. Okay? A little boy came into a church, big cathedral, and there was all these men, you know, with a little ring around their head. And the little boy asked, Mom, who are those men up there in the stained glass windows? Oh, those are the saints. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, St. Peter, St. Paul. And the sun was shining through. And he goes, oh, that's wonderful. A week later, the teacher in Sunday school says, can you tell me who the saints are? The little boy goes, yeah, the ones who let light shine through them. Wow. You know who you are? You are the saints. A saint is someone who trusts in Jesus, someone who loves Jesus and knows that it is by grace through faith you are saved. A saint is someone who knows they can't get to heaven on their own. The protection they need here on earth is from God. A saint shines. Jesus calls the saints, here in this reading, elect. Who are the elect that he's going to gather when he comes? The saints, those who believe and trust in him. I'm going to take that word just a little farther. You are the elect. What does that mean? You are electric. <laughs> you are powerful. Okay, you're glowing from the inside out. You have new fire in you that God has placed inside of you. Listen to the words of Jesus. Let your light shine. You know why he says that? Because it draws other people. All you have to do is turn the light on in your patio at night and you'll see all the bugs flocking to that light. Well, do you realize your good works you're shining for Jesus, your love, your fearlessness about the end of the world and death because you know where you're going and who's coming for you draws other people to the Father. Let your light shine so others can see your good works. <laughs> Why? 
to give glory to the Father in heaven. You need not fear the end of your life or the end of the world. Jesus has made that promise to you that he'll come and collect you and take you to heaven. Not because you're so good looking, not because you're so wonderful, only because you're wearing the robe of his righteousness, his love, his grace. It's all you need. Amen.